Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Want to see some scary shit? Uh, Chiefs, Jets, Sunday at Arrowhead. That's good. It's been a long week uh, in New York. Something scarier. It's me after the Rice Owls picked my carcass clean last weekend. <laughs> Uh, you know, I rebounded on Sunday. Scariest? The state of our joint bank account. Uh, but fear not. The Matthew McConaughey uh, bump is here. He will join us to set things right. Let's get it going. Chris Long, this is the Greenlight Gambling Show presented, of course, by DraftKings. The season is in full swing and the action is still unfolding. So head over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. With so many storylines across both professional and collegiate sports, this is the time to check out all that DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. If you haven't tried the app yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. To celebrate the showdown in Happy Valley, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when placing a bet on either Ohio State or Penn State. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code GREENLIGHT when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick either Penn State or Ohio State, bet $1 on them, and cash $100 if they win. That's right, $1 to win $100 when you use promo code GREENLIGHT during sign-up. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus and first bet match. Each up to $500 deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And as always, I am joined by the esteemed Stanford Steve. He is the first person in the last 10 years to throw out a Rutgers money line pick and be right <laughs> about it. I mean, he's automatic. Sands Rice, it was a perfect weekend. Uh, don't say that word, the R word. I don't want to say that word anymore. I don't want to do um, that word either. Well, more on them later. Uh, but uh, yeah, Rutgers, we got there. Uh, we liked, we, I know we talked about it. Shiano's back. He got a bunch of transfers, guys that have, you know, Division One experience. Uh, I actually looked at them again this week. They're getting double digits again from Indiana, who uh, has one of probably the biggest win in school history off of Penn State. So that might be another spot for Rutgers. Uh, so. Yeah, we got we got we got a lot of options this week, Chris. Come on, they're all looking like Rutgers spots to me right now. After that last <laughs> week, the, the wood is being chopped again. Yeah. So we're not going to dwell on last week. After all, this is uh, a holiday. It's supposed to be fun. There's enough ugliness yeah. in the world as it is. Let's just give you credit for your Rutgers pick and uh, and let's catch up on the NFL side of things. Let's get to week seven. This is going to be a fun week. I really feel like the NFL is getting fun as it does about mm-hmm. halfway through after Halloween. That's what Bill Belichick always said. The season starts after Halloween. I don't know if he's going to be happy about that that old adage when it comes to the way they're playing football right now. We yeah. can talk about that in a second. What wow. is it looking like for you uh, with your most confident pick? Uh, I like the Ravens. Uh, it's my favorite rivalry in the sport. I think it's the best rivalry in the sport. I love how much these two sides don't like each other, but they also obviously respect each other. Tomlin on one side, Harbaugh on the other. Uh, the quarterbacks, you know, now we got Lamar in the mix. Uh, I do appreciate how Ben talks about how physical the matchup is. Mm-hmm. Like quarterbacks talking about how physical the matchup is. is well, you know, know, Ben, Ben feels everything. 
I know. Well, he did feel that broken nose he got a couple yeah. years ago. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, this is my favorite game. And I just, I really like the spot here for the Ravens. Uh, the off a of bye. And I'm just looking at uh, the Steelers, you know, hanging on last week. We know they're undefeated. Banged up a little bit. I saw Villanueva didn't practice. Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, Pouncey didn't practice. Uh, Deontay didn't practice. So, uh, and you know, on the other side, the only guy that Ravens don't have is 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 Ingram, who's uh, still nursing an ankle. So, I just like the approach and what Baltimore has coming in. Um, I, I I really we've talked about it for a couple weeks now. It really feels like the Ravens are just under the radar, just like the Chiefs were last year. Um, and I, I just like the way they match up. We know they're gonna they're not gonna fear them. And I I, I kind of like. Uh, the way Baltimore matches up up front against that Pittsburgh offensive line. And then on the back end, Humphrey uh, feels like I know he had a little illness, but he should be back. He's one of my favorite guys to watch also. So I, I like the Ravens in this spot. I know, you know, it, it, it kind of, the line kind of smells because you see an undefeated team, you know, getting points from a one loss team. And, you know, a lot of team, a lot of times people say, Oh, give me the undefeated team. But I, in here, this instance, I feel like it is warranted. It opened at six. So that just tells you how much money Pittsburgh's taken, uh, which makes me even like Baltimore more. Yeah, you know what? It's funny because when you look at these two teams, the, the team that got slept on about less than two months ago was the Steelers. So, you know, I, I, I think there is an element of it's not your prototypical, hey, this team has been the undisputed leader of the clubhouse in mm -hmm. the AFC North throughout the last year and a half. It's been, you know, for a second there, we were talking about Baltimore's division in the next 10 years, you know, that type of thing. Like, we got out over our skates a little bit or our skis. No doubt. Um, I think it's just, as this rivalry does, it's, it's, uh, it's come back to the center. And it's the best rivalry in football. You've no got doubt. Harbaugh and Tomlin. They're going to play the 25th game against each other. That's really rare in football today. Look at your research. Yeah, well, it speaks to the parody. I mean, save this stuff for the real pod. You know, this isn't, not that this isn't a real pod, but this is for the gamblers. <laughs> but I do want to dive a little bit deeper, deeper into this game because it is two weeks in a row, Pittsburgh playing in the, in the marquee spot. The biggest question for me is going to be, because so much of the game is predicated, in my opinion, on Pittsburgh starting fast, who jumps the gun? Because mm -hmm. if Pittsburgh starts fast, they have their last two weeks, 24-7 both games. Of course, Tennessee came back and that sort of thing. They'll be As they always do. Yeah, and you get, well, you know, they get TJ Watt back, so they'll be able to, you know, control the football a little bit more mm -hmm. with leads. The big question to me is, you got one team coming off a bye in Baltimore. Bye week teams can sleepwalk. And Pittsburgh's coming off a 15-round fight. You know, like, do they have the hangover or does Baltimore have the hangover? Because if Pittsburgh gets out in front, Lamar's not built to come back. We know that by now. That's a front-running team. They haven't beaten anybody this year. Pittsburgh at least has one pelt on the wall that's worth a shit in Tennessee. So, mm -hmm. and offensively, I agree with you. I worry about, if anything, the Pittsburgh offensive line. See how they use Yannick. They got Calais. They blitz. Wink blitzes more than anybody. But... I think Ben's been getting the ball out quicker at this stage yes. of his career than he ever has. And these guys running run after the catch allows them to move the chains, <laughs> you know, every week. So I like the Steelers and it's funny you say the Baltimore thing is your most confident. The Steelers might be my most confident pick. All right. But for the reasons you mentioned, I'm a little nervous with all the money being on uh the, the Steelers. I will I will ask you this. This game feels like all the time it's it's Sunday night or Monday night mm -hmm. how, as a player how much better like do the guys like having this as a Sunday one o'clock game we like Sunday one o'clock right I think I mean you think I think back, so too. you think back to college would you like better 
Because you were in the pack, you pack twelve schedule. I mean, it's a little different, I guess. But yeah, I like to wake up and go. And there's actually nothing worse than sitting around in a weird hotel room, no, waiting nothing. for a game. It's nothing. It's the most bizarre feeling in the world. And you, I sleep too much before a game like that. You, you sleep all night because you. Well, you're either sleeping you. or you're doing a walkthrough. You drive, you drive yourself nuts in a ballroom or a parking lot, and it's pointless. Ugh. It's busy work. It's like the hay is in the barn. Let's go play. We're gonna go outside and feel the weather. Why? Oh, it's ten god. degrees outside. Oh my god! <laughs> or, or we're gonna, we're gonna get in like, uh, we're gonna get in a bus and drive forty minutes to the stadium and come back, and you know, we're gonna feel what the grass feels like for ten minutes. It's the dumbest shit ever. Get the game over with. I actually think what? it's awesome. When we got some story time, I got a great story about okay, going good. to play Washington State. Uh, Ryan Leaf's uh, game. He struck the Heisman on us. Uh, what else? We're going to go um, the under in the Lions-Colts game. 50. Colts off a bye. Detroit's gotten things together uh, after after their bye. Two straight wins. The defense looks like they're you know getting better under Patricia. Yeah. Uh, Stafford. I think I read the, the Lions are the first team ever to not lose a fumble in the first six weeks of the season, they got that, that is like the most not Lions thing no. ever that I've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. So they're playing better. This, I think this is going to be a tightly contested game. Uh, we know Rivers bailed out uh, the Colts last time, chucking it after they fell to the Bengals um, uh, you know, two weeks ago. So I think this is a competitive game. Reich really wants to get the running game going. He talks about how that's the key. And, you know, for all the talk, and, and I love Quentin Nelson more than anybody, but uh, it feels like the Colts do need – to get an emphasis on that run game. So I expect them to try and pound the rock a little bit, take pressure off the old man rivers. And, uh, you know, the lions are the lions, Mm -hmm. you know, they're, do we feel like they're due for a stinker? You could say that almost every other week, Mm -hmm. but I'm a Stafford fan. Uh, I like what I see. Uh, Kuda's played well, um, for the lions in the back end. And I, I I still want more from the Colts offense. I don't think they're going to get it. I like, I like Patricia, uh, to, to plan for them. Listen, well, I, I'm going to go uh, under. I like your I like your call on the under. I I also think that's going to be a, an ugly game, and and mm. uh, and I like the Lions in this spot. Honestly, um, I'm not going to give them out, but I do like the Lions. You know, uh, okay. many moons ago, it feels like I I speculated that they could win the North. Uh, so we'll see. <laughs> I love Matt they're back Stafford. to 500. I love Matt Stafford. Hey, anything's possible because so you know the way Green Bay. Does Matt Stafford go by Matt or Matthew? We got to make sure. <laughs> We got to make sure that's a thing this week. I'll tell you more about that on my pod. Uh, hey, I really am am excited about the Buffalo New England game for all the stories. Are lines. you just as a viewer? The wind, the rain, the Ugh. fifty mile per hour gusts, seeing Bill soaked in rain, like just impervious to to the weather. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite pastimes. This is a perfect spot for New England to get back on track, right? This is the New England game. This right? is the last spot because they've been it. awful. But they're not going to win. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought about I thought about the under, but honestly, what's scaring me off the under is Bills defense. I mean, the Bills defense could give up twenty points on the ground just alone. You say Bills defense or the Bills? The Bills defense worries the me Bills. when it comes to the under. Like Buffalo, not Bill Belichick's defense. No, I'm talking the Buffalo okay. Bills. The Buffalo, well, Bills defense is a concern as well. So I <laughs> yeah. think you, you look at the weather, you look at these two teams' offensive struggles, relatively speaking, late, especially on the New England side, you might think, oh, that under looks good. 
I think they're going to score a little bit more than you think, even in sloppy, bad weather. And then you could you always have to account for like a turnover, a short field. So I'm staying away from the under. I know that probably everybody and their mother's on Buffalo, but I'm going to be on on Buffalo as well. I know it just it it it, it, it seems too obvious. Here's why, man. Like. New England's just not a good football team. And Cam coming back and, and getting his feet under him, these are not opportune conditions for him to do that. I just don't have faith in New England this weekend. I think this is finally the spot that McDermott gets a win. Um, you know, but I'm worried about the total, so I wouldn't I wouldn't bet the under, although it looks really tantalizing. Uh, most disappointing unit for me in all of the NFL this year is the Bills defense. Yeah. I thought they were gonna I thought they were gonna be one of the most dominant groups. They actually just got dropped in my fantasy league. That tells you how bad they're playing. Get them out of here. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, it's I'm still bitter because the Patriots cost me my uh, survivor pool this year with a loss to Denver. I still can't believe they lost that well, game. Well, and then they lose – well, the Denver thing – so the, the thing with Cam, and I've been explaining this all week, is we almost forgot the Miami game wasn't that impressive, and the Seattle game was like, holy shit, he's back. Then, you know, you have the, the Vegas and game. Since which, then, it's been nothing. Yeah, the Vegas game, we swept it under the rug because we were like, well, he just had the Seattle game, then COVID, Denver's, well, it's lack of preparation. Well, what was that last weekend? And then you take Julian Edelman away from him this weekend. That broke earlier today. I think the, the Bills uh, the Bills win this ball game by, you know, four to seven points. Uh, it's comfortable. Okay. It's tight late. It's ugly, but I think they pull away. All right. Uh, and I got to go back to the well. Um, I still can't believe uh, Russell Wilson lost that game to Arizona Sunday night, 27-17. You're thinking it's over. Uh, but I'll take the Seahawks minus – I think it's, it's it's three now against San Francisco. Shanahan's gotten it, you know, right of the ship, it feels like. They've gotten guys back healthy. Uh, Garoppolo's taking care of the football. I worry about the running back position. They, I mean, I don't know what it is with that, but they got guys that just go down like flies. Yeah. Love the Dunlap acquisition. I actually like that better than if they were going to get AB. I think that that makes them a better football team. Oh, it's agreed. what it's what they needed. Um, and you could just plug them in. Hey, go get go get ten on the other side. Um, so I think I think Seattle bounces back here. And, uh, but I will say this: if San Francisco wins this game. That division is an absolute bloodbath to the finish line. For, I mean, that is, I mean, brass knuckles every week. And it's possible. I mean, like, listen, I still have the Seahawks as, you know, my Super Bowl team in the NFC, although the Bucks are a terrible matchup. I'm just, I'm going to will them. Mm. Like, if I'm Russ and, and Seattle, I, I feel like I, I feel very good about getting to Tampa. But if you have to see the Bucks along the way, that's a problem. In division, mm-hmm. I think they could lose this game. Sure, I do think people would probably overreact to last week because if you're betting on um, Russell, look Durant, what. Ha- Sorry to cut you off. Look good. what had. Look what had to happen for them to lose that game, dude. That's what I'm saying. If you're betting on <laughs> Russell to literally, I that's mean, nuts. Arizona's blitzes were really good, but in overtime, that look that they gave them, where they popped the rookie out and he, he double mugged the a gap and he pops out to a spot and Russ is just throwing it there. It's like, dude. Wh- and the play down at the goal line. Picks in the red zone, just don't bank on that. So I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to come back strong. And I like the Dunlap pickup. You know, it's it's it it seems like a, a steal. The guy was just he's gonna you're gonna get his best. He he just listed his house on Twitter after That's a all you gotta do now. on four at four o'clock on a Sunday. The guy wanted out of Cincy so bad. My pick uh it, to round out the uh the Sunday um section here is gonna be 
the over in the Cleveland Las Vegas game. Damn the wind, damn the weather. The number's too low. It's 51. Uh, I think both teams are going to break off chunks on the ground. Quarterbacks just have to take care of the football. And if they don't, you know Baker's got a pick six in him here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really feel like this game's going to go over. I, I'm a little afraid of the weather, but I'm, I'm just going I'm, to I'm not going to outthink myself. Yeah, I, I, I had that one circled for sure. Uh, but um, I, both offenses are, are at an advantage against both those defenses. Yep. So I, I like your pick there. Absolutely. Uh, so let's do uh, the college game of the week, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Um, Scott likes his burrito bowls from Chipotle with double chicken. I'm going to go double rice this week. All right, take rice again. <laughs> no. That's a bonus pick. No That's a bonus pick. Rice. <laughs> uh, for real, I'm going to take Georgia. Uh, they're off a bye. Last time we saw them, they, they got shut out to Alabama in that second half uh, on that crazy game in Tuscaloosa. Kentucky comes in, minus their quarterback. They got to start a transfer from Auburn, Joey Gatewood, who's not the greatest thrower. I th- I do think Georgia's defense is elite. Um, so we're going to give the uh, double-digit points. It's around 14 and a half. Um, if you want to buy it to 14, go ahead. Uh, give the 15, whatever you want to do. But I really like the spot for Georgia. Um, they've been really good against Kentucky in this spot. And Kentucky just doesn't have – uh, the goods of what they had in years prior uh, with with the pros that they've had. So I really like Georgia's defense uh, to to travel to, to Lexington and get the job done here. You talk about buying points, uh, and I am looking at sending this bet in because it can't be two, two weeks in a row. I can't have my heart broken by one of the college football's best here. I mean, we no. we were on the right side. It didn't seem like it yeah. for quite a while, but we were on the right side of that rice that, game. Yes. Okay. We Thank were. you. First and, two drives of the game, they kick field goals. Settle this with with this jack off on Twitter, who I posted. Uh, oh, I posted, boy. "Hey man, that was a terrible beat." And you know, some guy was like, "You don't even know what a bad beat is if you think that's a bad beat." I go, "Are are you kidding me? You you scratch and claw. You have a segment called bad beats. You and Scott. So we would do. that qualify as a bad beat? We try not to put it in there. It would have been a bad beat, like if you did." Maybe if you were like you and bought it to three, but then you were to push, so it really wasn't a loss. So that wasn't I a beat. I had them on the money money line. That is a horrific beat. Exactly. Thank horrific. you. Thank you. And horrific. Buddy on Twitter. Sorry uh, to bring it up, Chris. Yeah, no, I mean, it was terrible. I mean, like, I, I couldn't believe it. Not just the quad doink, but then... They miss a field. They get a field goal blocked on a re-kick. Later. I texted you in the first quarter. I said this isn't going to be good. Yeah, but but you know when I asked you, are we dead in like the second quarter or whatever? When I'm looking on my Third. app, you said yes. But I turned on the game on my little laptop. I had to find it. You know, I had to get Cox Cable Charter. I'm stealing passwords. <laughs> I'm I'm calling friends, and I got to watch them come back. Arduous comeback. How about the last minute of the game? The fourth and twenty-five. They get it. They score, and then of course they go down and let um, Middle Tennessee get a field yeah. goal that absolutely just slidered right in. Bro, awful. It was he, had it all. Had it all. I mean, somebody Brutal. somebody upstairs was was is mad at Rice. Um, so and yeah, mad I, at you. I, I'm yeah mad at you and me. <laughs> I'm looking at this Georgia game, but if you talk about buying a, a half a point, buy a mm-hmm. half a point if it's in the three and a half range and you want to get it to four in that Steelers game earlier. I think that could make a big difference. So okay. um, looking at the college game of the week, we got Georgia and let's do joint bank account. This was a fun one. You came up as as uh, as Matthew McConaughey, you know, our friend Matthew. 
and I uh, were discussing rice. Uh, he he said, where the, where the fuck did you get that? I said, your voice, Stanford Steve. Uh, sorry to throw you under the bus. <laughs> but we've got joint joint bank account this week. I'm going to give out a, a, a um, uh, an NFL dog. It's hard this week with the dogs. They're either really big or they're really small. And um, I like Cincinnati in that spot if you got to pick one. I really do believe it. I talked about the hangover that could could uh, okay. come off of that Pittsburgh game. And you got to Cincinnati is a team that that blew like a huge lead to Indy, who's not, in my opinion, a great football team. They've been close. They've been knocking on the door. I think Tennessee is due for a stinker. Okay. Uh, I think the first half last week was a stinker for them, but they they played really well in the second half. I could see them just the bottom falling out a little bit after this three four week run that's been so chaotic for them. All right, I'm going to go to the college side. Uh, Northwestern's catching a couple points from Iowa. We're going to go Northwestern money line. I'm the guy, new resident in Maryland. I watched Northwestern Maryland. Mm-hmm. Northwestern might be good. Oh. Maryland, not good. Not good. I think Northwestern uh, can pull this off. Let's check out the video. Texas, Oklahoma State. Give me a score for that if you can. I know you like gambling. I wish I could have talked to you more about gambling. I love the sure. callback. I love calling back to that Buffalo Bills uh, Oilers game. Uh, I, I lost a lot of money on rice on the quad doink this weekend, so I hear you on the gambling. <laughs> the quad doink. How I got in that hole with fucking rice is absurd. I didn't know it was. Where, in the, I didn't even know where, where the university. Where did is. you? Where, it's in Houston. Where did you even? Where did you find rice? The rice football. Blame game? your boy Stanford Steve. Uh. Stanford Steve and I do a gambling show. He gave it out. He's like, bro, you got to get on rice. Okay, so give me a, a prediction for that game and then one compliment for the Oklahoma football program. Sure. Uh, prediction on that, uh, Texas plays uh, the, the big games well. We, we can come out of uh, Stillwater 35-31 mm. victorious. Um, compliment on Oklahoma. My compliment to you, Oklahoma, you Sooners, is how you compliment us, the Longhorns, every time you do this. Thank you. You are using our sign to get your confidence. You know, all you really got to do if you want to get technical about it is turn over and now it's facing up again. It's not that hard to do. Thank you. I hope you get your own sign one day and you can be proud of that. In the meantime, welcome to keep putting horns down for us. It is a backhanded compliment. Well, they've Thank always you. been thieves, haven't they? The, the whole mascot is predicated on running out there in the field and getting the land first. It was somebody else's. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, he, 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 he almost he kind of judged me there. Like, he doesn't I don't take a lot of rice. Well, he's a Texas guy. So, I know. I, I mean, know. No, no, I know. He but, is Texas. No, but he is the state of Texas. So if anybody's familiar with how degenerate it is to, <laughs> to find a rice – a rice line or there's a little appreciation in there. I felt it. He was, he appreciated it. Um, so yeah, there we go. There you have it. Oklahoma. What is it? 35, 31. He thinks they're going to get the job done uh, or Texas rather uh, going to get Oklahoma the job State. Done at Oklahoma state 35, 31. That will do it. Check out the regular green light podcast, which drops every Monday and Friday. Remember we're going Monday morning now, and I might have a special guest here this Sunday night in the wee hours to talk about the Sunday slate. And you're looking at him on the other side of the, the zoom call here. I'm psyched about that. we got to get my guy on the, the reg pod. Uh, be safe. Have a great weekend. Everybody Stanford, Steve, happy hunting. Let's go do it. Happy Halloween. My man, tell uh, Mason. I said, hi. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs>